This is the Violent Gentleman Society's Tommy Jackson. I'm KC Payne. And this is our Brit Rest Journey. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to my Brit Rest Journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'd like to be joined on the line by two thirds of the violent gentlemen, Casey Payne and Tommy Jackson. How are you doing this evening, lads? Oh, good. Oh, how are we doing? I'm very well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, huge thanks for joining me this evening. It's been, it's been a Probably. Probably. Yeah, just over a year since the last time you were on, Tommy, I think. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think the first one was July. Was it July last year? Wow, was that long? Yeah. Mid lockdown, um, yeah. quite crazy. Um, but yeah, lots have changed in that time. Yeah, because you you'll develop yourselves about you're developing this violent gentleman character during lockdown. So it's good, it's good to see how it's kind of manifested itself post lockdown. <laughs> how has your post lockdown in ring return gone? Yeah, uh, fantastic. Um, I think from pretty much the word go, um, within a matter of weeks, I was I was working shows, uh, which seems quite a shock to be honest with you. Um, mm. I managed to get on to Wrestle Island. Was the um, Wrestle Island uh, in Ellsmeyport your first? Was that like the debut of the Violent Gentleman character? It was, yeah. yeah. Um, a, a lovely match with um, Harley Hudson, which was yes. not something I ever expected. And to be honest, into gender wrestling, and I know that term's sort of frowned upon these days, but mm. uh, you know, just being in a ring with, with a woman was something that I never ever thought I'd, I'd do. Um, and you know, we, we all know how tough Harley is. Like, yes. he's on another level compared to you know a lot of men, even um, her intensity second to none. And you know, as far as like a technician in the ring, she she was great. Um, you know, and luckily for me, I managed to get one up on her. And, Make her uh, pass out. And, uh, yeah, that, 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 that crowd hated you, but they oh, love yeah. Harley, Harley <laughs> within seconds. All the kids loved her. So, so, <laughs> yeah, so when, when you when you elbowed her in the head to get and then choked her out, so it was just like <laughs> 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 a very, very very friendly guy, can't you tell? And it, it is, you know what? I think a big thing as far as like the reason why I never saw myself. Having a match with with a woman's wrestler is because of you know the, the sort of thing of a man hitting a woman, and especially in front of young children and stuff. And it's I know it's a show, you know, but for me it was always something that I never really ever sort of saw past. Um, oh. You know what? I completely changed my mind. Um, you know, because again, Harley is such a, a fantastic wrestler, and um, you know it, it was never ability that you know or anything like that. Um, that, that made me not want to uh, wrestle a, a lady, but you know, once the opportunity arose, and I, and I sort of thought about it, I thought this could be really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As you know, getting heat and stuff, and and it worked. You know, the crowds. Worked, uh, you know, I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but that was probably the loudest the crowd was the entire day. So, um, I'm completely very impressed. So, and obviously the uh, 
he's had me back, so I must have done something right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when I, when I interviewed Pete, he said he doesn't see it as intergender wrestling, he just sees it as two wrestlers. Because when you see a Marvel film, you don't go, oh, Black Widow shouldn't be fighting men. That's the way he explained it to me when I interviewed him. <laughs> so it's like, that's it, and, and you know what, I think it sort of opened my eyes a little bit um, to, to that sort of side of wrestling. Um, and then uh, on the back of that, I was fortunate enough to work for TNT Ignition in, at the end of August, which was, was a really good experience. The match itself didn't go the way I wanted it to. Um, the confidence took a bit of a hit on the back of that match, being honest mm. with you. Um, it just didn't go well at all. didn't go the way I wanted it. Um, and it was one of those things, you know, it was a bad day at the office for me. And, and you know, since then, I've been on Superstar Pro a couple of times. I've been at Wrestle Island. And um, as I say, worked for WAW on the weekends. So, you know, all around, I've had a very, very positive few months as far as the singles career goes. Um, what I am most excited about is working with Christy and working with Lewis and, um, you know, really, really sort of developing the group because that, that's something that I've, you know, I've wanted to do for a while now. Yeah it's, been, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, how about you, Casey? So, so you, you said that Wrestle Island was your return? Yes, yeah, so that was my return. That that was a lot of it. Like, I think I was originally coming back for Wrestle Island, but originally I was going to be coming back as, as a babyface. So, I've been a babyface, well, since I started then, pretty much since I started wrestling. So, yeah, it you, started you, out like. What? Yeah, you pretty much have you've had it. I don't know, you've had a match, have you? You just helped Gino a lot, I think, haven't you? I've helped Gino a lot, and the yeah. Rumble. And the Rumble yeah. That was about yeah. it, really, but. And what we, well, when we, when I was talking to tell me about this, and he was like, you know, asking me to join the group, and then once I was on board with that, and he was telling me about the plan to wrestle, and I was like, well, we could make it make sense for me turning heel because, you know, the, the story's there of like, mm. you know, I, I, I don't know if you ever remember the show where, um, Eam and I went to attack Pete's son. Yes. And, um, I came, I came out with Jack Riley along with Pete to come and, to come and save, save him, as well as, um, saving Gino as well. And then I was like that, and then from then it was the rumble, and then pretty much I didn't really do much after that, like like no official matches. And I was like, I cannot use all this as fuel to the fire mm. to turn, you know, to turn and heal. Why I would want to because I haven't had the opportunity, you know, in storylines with PT hasn't given me anything. After I, you know, I put my neck on the line for him, I get nothing back. It all makes sense, you yes. know, when that's all explained to people. Because you know, after the show, when loads of fans coming up to me saying, "Why did you do that? Why did you do that?" And like, I was, I was even explaining to them saying, listen, I'm fully justified. And then when I get that time to actually, you know, cut a promo on it, cause I know we will get a time where we will speak our mind on it at Wrestle Island and it'll, mm. it'll all make sense. It's not just out of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cause that, cause you beat, you beat down Charlie Brennan. So they could do a similar story with him where that they did with Billy Norton and the student union a while ago where it was, it was, it was a group against one person. And if, if they wanted to use that to get Charlie to another level or to use you, to, to get mega heat onto you because you're beating up this fan's favourite, mutually benefit both of you just through the storylines like that. Yeah, it's definitely got us a lot of heat since we, um, since we attacked Charlie. Like, cause everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, good, this is good. Casey's come to help. And then, and I tell them, we had kids putting middle fingers up to us. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was the that highlight. Was, that was the highlight. A hundred percent. Seeing that picture of that young lad sticking his middle finger up to us was. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine a better reaction than that. You know that. Yes. You know that's a dream reaction. You know, and and you heard the breeze you were there. You know, yes. and that for us was sort of validity that we've got something. You know, um, I'm a complete unknown. Christie's a complete unknown. Obviously, Casey's had 
you know, a, a few interactions with Wrestle Island, but, uh, you know, I, it's, it, it was funny because I was speaking to Pete not long, not so long ago about this and, um, he, he said, you know, this is something that's sort of a half truth. Mm. It's of, of why we're, you know, as, as a, again, breaking case tape here, but as a group, we're, we're so frustrated because, you know, we've been around a few years. Um, you know, I know that Casey and, and Christy have both been uh, around a lot longer than I have. Um, but, you know, as a group where we feel that, you know, we've not been given the opportunities that we, we feel we deserve. You know, you've got the likes of, uh, of Casey who, you know, is an unreal athlete in the ring. Yes. He flies around the cruiserweight. Um, but can throw people around like a heavyweight. You know, you've got AC who is, uh, sorry, Christy, who's a, you know, the technical machine in the ring. Um, you know, and myself and me. Um, I'm the brain. Them two do the, uh, do the, do the hard work. I, I'm the one that stands there and barks the orders. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I'm getting, I'm getting better where I need to be as far as, you know, in room work and stuff. And, you know, I've still got a long way to go, but, you know, it, it's, it's a very, very exciting time, I think, for all three of us. And, and we're very, very excited to see where it can take us. This is Charlie Bennett, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Forget about the cases, because uh, if you want to hear how Tommy got into wrestling, we did do an interview with him last July, so I'll link that in the notes, but. What prompted you to throw the tights against the ring initially, Casey? Um, so obviously you can, you can go way further back. Like what got me into wrestling was weirdly enough, I think mm. me, my uncle and my dad they watched it a lot. And then also I went to this show which was in Liverpool Olympia, and it was it was like the, there was these wrestlers which they were dressing up as like the wrestlers of the nice of the Rock, Stone Cold. They were yes. dressed as that. But I was yeah. a four-year-old kid. I thought it was the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so and then from that night I was watching it constantly then. And then, wow. so that got me into it, and I've been hooked ever since. And to get me into actual wrestling, like, I'd always wanted to do it, but I just never saw where I could go, never found the right place, because it was the only one. I did go to, um, I think, All-Star once in, like, 2010, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like, it's like Birkenhead Civic Center, it was called. I don't know if it, it, it was called. I know there's All-Star now. I think it was the same one. I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. I, I only went there. just had to look around, and that was it. And then... I think it just never ended up going down. I just think there were just other things going away. I was still in school at the time and all that, so it just wasn't really yeah. fully focused. And then a few years later, weirdly enough, um, I was I was in my local chippy, and then I see in the uh, I see a flyer <laughs> for a, a wrestling school. Yeah. Um, so the wrestling school that both me and Tommy started off. Um, so that was around I saw that in about twenty early twenty middle of twenty sixteen. I started there like late twenty sixteen, and then from yeah. then I was hooked. After the first session. Even though it was like scary meeting new people and like you feeling like you're gonna look like an idiot because they all know what they're doing and you don't. But you just over time your confidence just rises up and rises up. And to be fair, a lot of the people there we train with, the likes of Harry McKenney, uh, Freddie, Robert Riley, um, the likes of them, they all just help boost your confidence. Like you know, just the support thing, you just it just helps you to get better and grow. So yes, over it, and then from then on, just like as soon as you get put on a show, that was the scariest part. But as soon as you get through the curtain, that's it. You just love it. <laughs> Did you have an idea of a character you wanted to like develop I, when you start training? Though? To be honest, not really. Being honest, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people probably didn't have. It. Some people do have ideas, but me, I had no clue. I remember I got given a, a left doing promo time, and I was terrified of doing promos. <laughs> just scared to start, you know, stuttering and just messing up your words and looking like a fool, even though no one really 
you know, takes for myself here. It's just, you're just scared. And then the name just came from nowhere. Like, so pain, I, I think about the, the, the last names I was thinking of was either Pulse or Pain. I don't know why Pulse just, it was there. And then Pain was called Max Pain. I just thought it's yeah. spelt, it's, the way it's spelt is cool and it sounds cool. But I couldn't think of what the first name was going to be. And then my cousin, his name's KC, and he writes his name on his, on his, uh, on his socials as the letters K and C. And I went, that's kind of cool. KC Pain, that sounds good. And also down the line. I can figure out what the names stand for, if I get, if ever knows. So, yeah, I still don't know what they stand for yet, but, you know, it gives me options as to mess with the name in the future. So how's the character develops? Uh, so, yeah. So, 2017 is when I started on the show, so I was really just a, just a, just a good guy who fights for the right thing and all that kind of stuff. And then it became, it's slowly developed a bit more, like, it became more, well, you know, I do stand up for the right things and I'm, I kind of just go to war with anyone. I was just there for the big fight. So, and then since I've been like starting to transition to this heel heel thing, I haven't really got too much into this since we've only I've only just turned heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I have ideas for the future of so how my character's gonna develop and like how I'm gonna be more more ruthless and stuff like that. A bit like uh, I'm, I'm gonna take a few things out to like Pete Dunne style, to be honest. Like yes, you know, be a bit more. Well, okay, more, more joint manipulation, that kind of thing. And also the way he carries him, he's not like, he can speed it up. He's dead quick in the ring, but a lot of the time you'll see him, especially when he's, you know, he's got heat on his opponents. He's just dead slow, calm and collective. And he's there just, you know, he lets the fans get to see everything that he's doing where he's twisting the joints back. I don't know why I'm doing this physically when you can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he's there and you, you know, the fans get to, it gets to register with the fans because everything's, you know, it's, Slow enough time for them to register. Doesn't need to be dead quick. Just, I just like that. I, just, I can't think of the word, but it's like um, just basically slow, calm, collective. I just want that style, but I can't remember the word. So tell us a bit about the history of the team. So when when did the three of you meet, and when and how did you come up with the idea of forming the team? Tommy, yeah, do you want to go, Tom? Yeah, go on, Tom. Yeah. Um, so basically, the it's obviously an extension of, of my my character. Um, yeah. It was. We, we all met, so we all, we all started at the same training school. Um, yes. And I think it was sort of probably this time last year, I thought, I was I was sat with my wife and I thought, how cool would it be to have a group of people with the same ideology, the same goal, um, you know, all dressed well and, you know, just being nasty. <laughs> yeah. That, that's pretty much it. Um, but could also easily transition to a face team, but still be nasty. So very much like in between. Um, never going to high five any fans. Never going to throw a smile at fans. You know that that'll never be. You know if we're if we're ever booked to be faces, we will still very much be the same people we are. Um, just people will cheer for us instead. Um, but yeah. So I reached out to Christy. Sort of I think it was early this year. Um. Because I knew that he wanted to sort of expand his horizons as well and, and, and sort of try and get onto, you know, a few more shows and stuff. So I just said to him, you know, feel about it. And, uh, he was like, yeah, it sounds great. Um, and then it was when Claw started up, wasn't it? Um, on July, June. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was thinking he'd be a great sort of big guy. And I was like, Lewis. So I reached out to, to KC and, Sort of it's the idea. We loved it, and and we filmed that vignette, um, yes. and 
my mum's pub, which is always a good little, <laughs> good little plug there for the pub. Yeah. <laughs> um, Red Admiral in one pub. Yeah. Um, two for a five night. Oh, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, and that, that sort of, to be honest, as soon as we posted that, um, we had quite a few promoters reach out to us and Ian one of them and, um, Again, I'll, I'll, I won't reveal all just yet, but there's a few others as well in the pipeline. So, oh, amazing! That's going to be uh, an interesting couple of years, I think, ahead for us. Um, but yeah, it was just sort of something that sort of developed out of the idea of my character, and it's you know it's great being able to work with two insanely talented guys, and, and they're helping sort of my dream whilst helping their dream become a reality, and it's 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 really really exciting. Yeah, because my next question was going to be, are you like a Vessel Island exclusive team? But it sounds like you'll be... No, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll never, um, you know, if any other promoters out there want to book us, you know, we will definitely turn up, do a job, whatever it is you need us to do. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that we, we hope will we'll take us up and down the country. Um, you know, I, I, I'm speaking, I'm sure... Uh, Casey will, will back me up on that, you know, it, it, it's... No, I, I agree, man. I'm on there. Go on. Yeah. We, we want it to be really, really, you know, big. Um, and I think it could be with the right back and the right storylines and things. And, and that's quite important. I think, you know, when you're running a gimmick, you need to have a story running alongside it. Um, and Wrestle Island is, is a fantastic place to, to, you know, help develop its, its characters yes. and, storylines and stuff and, and that for me is why I love professional wrestling I don't love it for the athletics and the flips and the all that sort of stuff and you know and I'm not against that either but a good story when I was growing up was what got me hooked definitely <laughs> so, so what's the dynamic of the team going to be is it going to be Tommy's the leader and Casey and Christy are going to be a team or is it, are you going to be three singles wrestlers who like like a shield dynamic where you just support each other as single wrestlers or will we just It'll be all of the above. We'll work as a as a six man tag. We'll work as tag team, and that can be a combination of any any two of us. Um, mm. and also run as singles. We won't ever pigeonhole anybody. You know, if, for example, Pete wants to run with KC as you know a challenger for a title. Absolutely, we'll be backing him in that way, and I imagine we'll be running a mock, whatever it might be. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, you know you, you'll see us doing some run-ins and some nasty stuff along the way, but. Uh, I, I will never, you know, just because it was my idea, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, I'm the leader of the group, we're very much equals, and it's, I think, because I'm the violent gentleman, it's automatically assumed that I'm the leader and stuff, but it's very much the individuals on the same level playing field. Is there any, maybe not even wrestling influences, is there any influences from the pop culture, uh, or any tag teams that you are taking influences from? Uh, not not really. Um, I think you know the, the the character itself is very heavily influenced on. Because again, even compared to where we were last year when we had our you know our, our talk last year, it's changed. Yes. But, um, I think the obvious comparison for us is Peaky Blinders. Yes, I think I yeah. A lot of people are, are, are making that comparison, and, yeah, and you know it, it's it's a great thing because it is so unique within the wrestling world. You know, there isn't a team out there that, that's done that before. So I think, um, I know British Strong Style had a hint of it when yes. they first started out. Um, but that soon changed very quickly. Um, and I think for myself anyway, it's going to be something that, 
you know, we're not going to be making direct comparisons to Peaky Blinders. We're not going to be referencing Peaky Blinders and promos and stuff. But what is, you know, the, the style and stuff and the sort of pack mentality of, of them will definitely play a part in what we thought. I'm not sure, Casey, if you want to mention anything. Yeah, no, no, well, like, you can definitely see the parallels there, you know, like this, as I said, mainly with the style. Um, yeah. A lot of the um, the physical aspect of what we do, you, I don't know, I see your little bits of Imperium, like what we have going on, do you know what I mean? I know we haven't had any matches yet, the style, but like how we present ourselves, I think we could be a bit of like Imperium, like this panel yes, there. Yes, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. I also like to think of them as a bit of a shield dynamic as well. Um, you have, yeah, I, I like to think of, of NC as the Roman, you've got Christy as the Dean and me as the Seth. Yes. Uh, we all bring something to the table and we'll all be learning from each other. Um it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be very, very interesting and, and December can't come soon enough to be completely honest. I'm super excited for, for whatever. Hopefully hopefully, hopefully oh. you being the set doesn't mean you're gonna turn on us. Too much waste into this at the minute to be to be saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah, just keep me away from any steel stairs. We'll be all right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, can't, I can't. I can't wait for the nineteenth. I think that'll be my next wrestling show. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can afford the one to save up for Christmas and stuff. <laughs> so it's like, oh. um, it's yeah. It's going to be a very very special occasion that um, for for everyone. It's going to be a hell of a night uh, or a day, should I say? Um, but yeah, it's going to be very special. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this red light, green light match you know she say is going to work. Sounds interesting. I think that's going to be very interesting to watch. <laughs> uh, so who, who are you hoping to feud with in the near future? It doesn't have to be within like, Wrestle Island. Do you have any dream feuds? Any factions out there you'd like to go against? Mm. I'd like to see his face the, uh, the Billington Bulldogs. I'd like to see it go up against them. Especially another another three of us, but then we probably need three of us. I've seen them two train that machines. Yeah, I just like because I've been in the ring with Tom and he's um well, Thomas Billington and he's he's really the physical style. Cause I think I think we were just doing a heat drill and then somebody else basically just doing heat for him, which was it was fun. <laughs> it was fun, but it just be it just be good to have a match with him. So I think as like a tag team dynamic, no matter which two of us it is, it'd be good to go up against them. Yeah, that'd be great watch. There's something some I really want to see live. I've only ever seen them on YouTube. Or, or when um, Superstar Pro put their stuff on Facebook. Yeah, they look, they look amazing. I think also the, uh, the Rejected as well, if they um, if they get back together. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think that's something to us they, um, a lot of people after the show um, after the Wrestle Island show were coming up to us saying uh, we'd like to see, see you face the rejected um, and I, I personally would like also that match as well I think you know between the six of us we could create something pretty special and uh, and especially if you know they you know they do want one more match I'm yes. sure they'd be happy to uh, lay the rejected to, to bed if, if that's what they wanted to do um, you know it's yeah, I've been in the ring with Ryan and Phil before, so you know it, it's. Uh, I definitely think that would be a great way to sort of. If that's you know if that's the end of the rejected, I think that would be a great way to sort of send them off. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be a lot. Of, a lot of fun. Um, 
don't know, any, any free synergy against you would be fun as well. Yeah. So that would be an interesting dynamic, just how big they are. Yeah. So if you if you if you do a storyline where you're the big big bullies and then synergy come in and they're just synergy, <laughs> so it'd be like a, 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 a like a role reversal type of thing. I think that'd be really interesting. Okay. Okay. They're great lads as well. Um, you know, I, I got to work well meet them at the uh, the agency show at work, and and you know they were really great guys. So you know I'm sure that you know if that was ever happen. That'd be very, very interesting. Yeah, they're, they're great guys, yeah. Um, except my, my, our Isaac is terrified of Anderson. Cause he, I don't know what, you just see, because he's a heel at TNT. He's a bit of a, he's a bit creepy, a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> and he just, just finds our Isaac in the crowd, just, like points at him and looks at him. There's some tears last time. It's just, it's like, oh, <laughs> so it made to last set, they're going to be, beat them up at uh, Pro Wrestling for you when they got matched in a couple of weeks for for Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if we go slightly serious for a second, so um, last June we did have the Speaking Out movement, so now Brit Rest has returned, how have you found the atmosphere in the dressing rooms and backstage? Uh, I think it is, to be fair, like I've only been at Wrestle Island since I don't have a, a as many as Tommy would be able to, to see, but like I think everyone was it was quite positive to be honest, I thought. Mm. I thought everyone was everyone was really nice and everyone was a lot more like a lot of times, you know, uh, before before all the speaking out moves, you'd have a lot of times where you'd be clicks. You'd have yes. people, you know, you'd have, oh, you'd see three, four guys there, not talking to anyone, four five over there, four five over there. Now a lot of times everyone's going to each other, everyone's talking to each other, everyone's, you know, all chatting to each other, everyone's more comfortable around each other. It just felt like it was a more positive vibe, like that's got to be some of that's got to be down to the speaking out movement as well as it being down to like you know everyone's everyone's obviously buzzing that you know for wrestling's back you know everyone yes. gets the, the shows are back but I think that's a it's definitely you know speaking out has definitely got a lot of the the wrong people out of this out of the dressing rooms as well so yeah definitely you know what I mean so it's definitely helped a lot and it was a good good vibe when I was there at Wrestle Island and I feel like a lot of the other locker rooms that I'll be going to in the future will have a similar vibe. I agree. Um, but, um, Tommy, you'll know, you'll, uh, you've been seen more locker rooms than me recently anyway, so, you know, you'd have a better idea. I definitely agree. I think, you know, I have limited sort of experience in external bookings prior to speaking out. So, yes. me, it sort of new anyway. Like, I'd only had a handful of bookings outside of the training school. Um, so, for me, going in, it, it was nice. And, you know, I, I've always been quite an approachable guy. And, you know, I always easy to make friends and stuff, so I always introduce myself, you know, shake hands, um, say hello to anybody anyway, and um, so, you know, going into these locker rooms and stuff, it can be nerve-wracking, you know, going in as a new guy and um, not really knowing what to expect, but, you know, it's, it is such a nice feeling, I think, a lot of people now as well are thankful that they are able to wrestle. Yes, um, definitely. And so I think people are generally more positive, um, you know, there's going to be drama. There's still going to be fights and arguments and stuff, and and that that happens. We're human. Um, but what is important is that people feel safe. And you know, yeah. it's no matter if you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, you've got to make sure that you you feel safe. And you know, the companies I've worked for are, are very very positive and making sure that you know the changing rooms are, are, are segregated and things like that. And mm-hmm. Everybody is courtesy, 
um, to everybody, you know, no matter who it is, it can be the ring crew, it can be the, the ring announcer, the referees, the, the, the talent, it could be anybody. And, you know, that, that's something that, you know, as a human, I think, has been brought up to give that. And, you know, it's especially sort of starting my career very late on in life. You know, it's not something that I really like. Um, you know, the high school drama and, but it happens. Um, and I don't think that lets it go away. But what is important is that, you know, those people that were called out are kept away from wrestling and as far away from wrestling as possible. And, you know, there have been a few crawling the way back in over the last few months and it's disappointing to see, but, you know, they're going to try. Um, yes. But as long as you've got companies like Wrestle Island and, and, and TNT and, and Superstar Pro and EWP, those guys are, are doing the checks and doing what they need to to ensure that people are, you know, supported in the right way and that, that those, you know, those people aren't allowed back into British wrestling and I think that's important that that's maintained. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I don't think that behaviour would be tolerated from, from not just wrestlers, but I don't think you could be a bad promoter or a bad trainer school anymore. I think, I think it, yeah, it's like when, um, I don't want to name the company, but when he, the Northwest based company sacked Harley Hudson for asking about safeguarding. I'll name them. But then the whole, the whole roster just went no and left. <laughs> he, had to, he had to find a whole new roster because they, they, they all supported their, their friend and I was like, I thought that was amazing. And that, that for me is like, you know, it, it's, you see, even we've been in, in this experience where, you know, we've been promised, you know, this show and that show and, and things like that and then companies all of a sudden, apparently even this weekend, there was, there was a company that had a load of people booked and didn't communicate that the show had been cancelled and then just went off the radar and, you know, that's the thing is that there is going to be people that try to take advantage of, you know, of wrestlers and, you know, but it's, it's one of those things that, you know, for the, for the, every one bad company, there's 10 good companies. There is work out there and, it's just as long as we keep together and we support each other, you know, like look look at Harley now. She's everywhere and deservedly so. You know, I believe she's at Future Shop in a couple of weeks, which is unreal for her. You know, she's been on TNT, she's been she's wrestling on Superstar Pro, she's doing um I think it is it LWF? Um, yes, yeah. She made a debut as a last show, so I think. That's it. And that's again, shout out to LWF if you're interested in uh Every man team gives a show. Um, yeah, she's, she's in the um, Wrestle Island Power Up briefcase match this Saturday. Yeah, at Extreme Fields, TNT. Yes. Again, it's another massive opportunity for us. So, you know, it's great to see the people that we started out with who are prospering and, and, and rightfully so. And it's about time that people, the likes of Harley and, um, you know, as much as I hate saying this, like Javera getting the book in <laughs> You know, it, it's, uh, it, it's one of those things, you know, because again, James is another one who's super, super talented and, and he's been swept on, um, for a long time. And I think, you know, he, you know, he deserves to be getting about. And another close friend of ours, uh, Brian Adenson is getting about. And, you know, it's, it's great to see all these people that, you know, even after all the stuff that happened last year with our school closing and stuff, that they haven't given up. And, you know, it's, it's rolling. We're now starting to come to the fore and that's, that's really, really nice to see. I'm, lo- I'm loving Brian's team with um, Simon Miller at Wrestle at uh, TNT. They're, they're amazing together. <laughs> they're <laughs> tagging each other, like slapping each other on the head. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah and so somebody I wouldn't imagine 
in my head, automatically put them together because the only thing that's have in common is the, the ball. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it works. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great for it to keep for him, you know, to, to have that sort of level of exposure as well. You know, obviously Simon Miller is a, a big personality on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, it's getting his name out there and, and he deserves to be where he is. Um, you know, all the work he put in. But as I say, hopefully we'll be, uh, we won't be too far behind, hopefully. This is Brian Adenson telling you to listen to Broken but Glorious Podcast. Right, so KC, if you're a host for a day promoting a show, if I give you a... Oh, <clears throat> you're some wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with, wrestlers or associated to you in some way. If I give you a match type, can you tell me who you want to put in that match? Yeah, awesome, let's go. Yeah, and as it's your show, every match can be intergender, every match can be triple threats, multi-person. There's no budget, you can throw as many people in each match as you want. But uh, Tommy did it last year. Um, do you remember your card, Tommy? Do you want to hear it? Or should we try and update yours? Yeah, go for it. Oh, we'll, we'll probably yeah, we'll do it. go through Lewis's and then, uh, sorry, Casey's, um, and then we'll go through, go through my updated card. So, yeah, cool. Okay, so Lewis, oh sorry, Casey, <laughs> <laughs> whichever way you want to go, Casey, you're going to now, so. <laughs> Casey, <laughs> so who'll be, who'll be your opening contest to the crowd? I was, I was thinking, I was not to keep me on, just because I didn't want to be that guy who puts himself in the main events, but I was, I was saying, could I include myself on this? Your card. Tommy oh, yeah, put, put himself in the main events. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what I was going to go with, and it was something we talked about uh, earlier, I was going because I think sometimes you want a good curtain jerker, which will get the uh, crowd going. I think if you did do the Violent Gentleman Society against the rejected as the opener, that would really oh, get wow. the crowd going. Yes, that would be fun. So that would be my opener because I just feel like that would really get the crowd going, and especially that you know, well, depending on where it is. But if it was at Wrestle Island, for example, you know the crowd's going to be hot for it just because of how how much we're hated and how much the rejected mostly liked, even though they should be hated for all the things they've done. They've got a rejected section at Wrestle Island. Yeah, so. that's, what, that's what I mean. But yeah, yeah, I think that would be a, re- a really good opener, and that would get the crowd going, keep them hot. Yes. Uh, what about a comedy match? Comedy match. Oh, I, I don't know. I, Hmm. Sort of comedy. Because I was thinking of comedy spots wise. I remember, I remember a, a match from a while ago. Yes. And it was, it was between Lance, it was between Lance Rivera and Robert Riley. And they had the name, they ended up having a, I think it was a street fight or an, um, yeah, I think it was a street fight. And then they ended up doing the spot where they had the weapons in bags. And you had, <laughs> um, so you had, uh, Freddie, Robert Riley, he gets out, out of his bag and he has, he has a kicker back in his. Lance Rivera goes, he's got a duster in his. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking of comedy spots wise, but I wouldn't use yes. those guys for a comedy match. I feel like those guys, they'd rather just have a full on war if I was going to, which to be fair, I might put them on there at some point. I might, that might be a spoiler for later on. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to see the potential for a comedy style match from the people I've worked with or uh, trained with. Hmm. So you, you might have me stumped already there. That's enough to be comedy wrestlers. You can maybe have one, one comedy oh, wrestler and a straight guy or. Yeah, do, do what we could do. By that, like, Mr. Williams, I know he could put on a good comedy match. Oh, he's he'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think I'd throw in Mr. Williams, and it would be fun to see Mr. Williams get beat. He would he would be beating them up. That's that's basically the comedy is going to be. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'd love to see uh, Mr. Williams get shocked off a lot by Gino Ramsey. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Him finding all different weird ways to try and avoid getting shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could definitely be so funny with that. 
and I've actually kind of get chopped in the end. <laughs> so I think, uh, I think that would be a, a weird comedy match. It wouldn't be a full-on comedy match, but it'd have those comedy spots of Mr. Williams trying every single dastardly way to get out of getting chopped by Gino, yeah. and eventually it, it happens. Yes, just get the crowd wild by the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should build it up. Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, women's title match? Women's title match, uh, you can't you can't not include the Lexus Falcon on this one, can you? She has to be oh. at least oh, she has to be one of the people in this match. Oh, I've loved, I've loved following her career over the last five years. I just tell she went she's mad. She was quite, 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 yeah, she was quite. I would say she was the shy one in the rejected, but when I first saw her, she was quite quiet in the rejected. By, by within a year, she was the main person in the rejected. And then yeah, yeah. she just, just went off. Now progress, now everywhere, just like oh. yeah, she's just she's smashing it. She's like she's just done so much in such a short period of time, and it's it's really inspiring to be honest. As you see what she's done, and it just shows that like she come from the same place I did, and it shows that if she can do it, I can do it. Like she's absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, and going from because I know these guys have put on a solid match because I've seen them both wrestle. I think they've wrestled each other at Wrestle Island in, in forms as well. I'd probably go with Lucy Sky. Oh yeah. There's another two. They, they, every time I've seen them wrestle, they always bring it to the table. And a women's championship match between them two would that absolutely be amazing. The crowd would love it. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think again, I think Lexa said that her Sky was the, her first ever match. So that'd be, well, that could be a, a nice full circle type of thing. So. Yeah, after all they've been through, and there they are. There they are for the women's championship one on one. Definitely. Because every time I watch them, they, they have knocked it out the park, and I know they do it again. Okay, uh, hardcore extreme rule style circulation match. Let's see who, who we got. Run out of li- the people on the list here. Oh, then again, <laughs> I could just go for the easy option just because I've already kind of mentioned it. But I don't know, because watching that, that street fight between Lance uh, and Robert Riley years ago, was, that was great. Yes. So that might be just, that might be what I'd go for because I might know it'd just be a really solid, solid match. And like, I remember there was, there was a match that. Uh, yeah, I saw it where um, it was Robert Riley against uh, Jack Sinclair, a good friend of Lance Rivera's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had an, um, a bull rope match, and then what they did Ooh. this spot where they had the um, the bull rope was then like tied over the corner post, and so you had you had uh, Robert Riley swing around the corner and drop kick Jack Sinclair. It was oh wow! Really, really innovative and it was really cool. Oh, I remember joking, joking with that after that, saying to him like, "If I did that spot, the rope would definitely snap on me." You're, you're like. What are you, like <laughs> What are you like 190? I'm like 270. Yeah, that, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'd be a, a really them two work amazing together as well. So I think that'd be a really great match to watch. Yeah, they could definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm really good. I've never seen Robert Riley as Robert Riley live. I've seen him as, as yeah, Freddie. Frederick. Frederick. Yes, Frederick. Yeah, but yeah, I've only ever seen him on yeah, YouTube as Robert Riley. So I'm just hoping because I've, I've heard he might be retiring. He's taking a break. So well, hopes of his temper. Yeah. Come back on the end. Yes. Come back as Robert Riley. <laughs> um, a mid card title, your workhorse match. Workhorse match, who we got? Who have we got on here for the list? They're probably going to run out of people by the time we get to the main event. I want to think about it. Of, of the people <laughs> I've listed down on it. Well, let's see. We'll go with Atlanta's friend, Jack Sinclair. Oh, well, yeah. Because, like, I've, I've, he was one of the last matches I had, a singles match before. Like, we had the tag team match in the main event, and it's just wrestling with Jack. It's just so easy, and, like, everything is so smooth. It's just, it just, we just mesh really well together in the ring. And, like, he liked that. A lot of people said the same thing about Jack, so, like, that's how he, he would work. Definitely. Um, 
And I think that would get what would get the crowd going, especially because you could do it with the underdog story if you had Jack as the champion. Yeah. You could go with, you could throw with Charlie Brennan in that scenario. Oh, that's fun. Because I know the crowd would be so behind them, and you could really build them and say, because Jack's so smooth to work with. Haven't, we haven't wrestled Charlie yet, but that's going to happen. Yes. It's going to happen real soon. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think them two could have a really good match, and you'd really get the crowd on Charlie's side for that. Yeah, that'd be that. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, uh, your tag team title match. A tag team title match. Have I run out the names? Yeah, I'm running out. I haven't come off. I've got the Dylan from Bulldogs here. Yes. So I've got to throw them in straight away. <laughs> Question is, who would have put them off again? Hmm. Who had a mess? What? Who made the side American squad? Ah, yeah. You know, so that's actually that's a really interesting bout. That to be honest, I'd love to see Dan Evans and Scott Overman. Go for, go for That'd be amazing. Now that you've said it, you know, that was a little suggestion from my special counsel there, yeah. Tommy Jackson. That would be a barnstorm of a tag team title match. That'd be amazing. Got to throw that in there. That's actually, now, see, you've got the imagination running wild now. But yeah, I think definitely now, the Billington Bulldogs, since the Mays had Mercenary Squad, are absolutely cool. amazing match. Cool. That is your main event. The main event. I think I'm gonna go just because um I've tra- I haven't wrestled Sonna but I've trained with Sonna Sonna de- does I don't know second name yes <laughs> he'd be offended when he when he when he hears this <laughs> but yeah I'd go with Sonna up against I'd probably go against Steve Brian Edison just because like, every time I've seen him put in that main event spot he always smashes it every single time like he had the match against Harry McKenney last year at Night uh, of Memories and he was absolutely. Absolutely amazing match. Like they blew out the park. He just he was in a precious scenario where like it was just, I think that was his first big main event. You know what I mean? And every time he's put in that situation, he knocks out the park. And I know him, and I've seen the stuff Sonner's done. I've seen the stuff he does just in training, and he's just incredible. So I think them two would put on an amazing match. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, I really like Sonner. He's yeah, yeah, Brian's Brian. <laughs> yeah, he's really fun. <laughs> I'd love to watch this. Yeah, that's a great card. I'd love to watch see that card. It's funny cause when you when we're at club with him, sometimes he'll just get a camera. I'm gonna record some stuff, and he'll just be there doing these mad suplexes, and he'll be end up doing up and overs and maybe backflips and I'm like, you know, you're meant to train. You think I'm gonna be able to do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, your card. Um, so your opening match was Harry McKenney versus Casey Payne. Oh, that's your, did you did you watch that match when we had that, that, that match, Tom? Were you there? I probably my favourite singles match. That I've done. Ah, it's unreal. Um, literally, like the two, two of the best matches I've seen are Harry McKenney versus Brian Adamson and Harry McKenney versus Casey Payne. Um, literally, they the were absolutely unreal. Um, and it makes my decision of uh, picking up Lewis as one of the best decisions I've ever made. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, yeah, I think I'll be honest. I think I'm probably going to change the entire card. So, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it would be, uh, I think my first, first match now would be Ethan Kelly versus Alfie Brooks. Ooh. Yeah, I think. That should be a proper horse match, that then, too. Flying uh, around the ring. It, that's it. And I think, you know, first match of any cards should be getting the crowd going. Know, really sort of you know high energetic match and you know working closely with both of them I had a match with uh, Alfie a couple of months ago and you know he, he, he made me look like a superstar um, you know and 
Uh, he's been I've worked closely with over the last couple of months as well, and, and he's such a his his in work ring work is unreal. Um, you know, and and the pair of them have got such great futures ahead of them. And both the secondly young, only both just like eighteen, nineteen. Makes me feel old, all that. You know, I think to myself like where I'd be if I started when you know I was that age. You know, it, it's it's one of them. But yeah, I think that'd be a hell of a, an opening contest. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, your comedy match was the arcade versus Matt Fox and Gillen Moore. Wow, yes. Um, you know, I'd probably keep the arcade in there just because of how good they are at making yeah, it happen. I would put them against the Merseyside Mercury Squad. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the proper straight man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think the dynamic of it would be very, very funny. And I know that both Scott and Dan are both, you know, ultimate professionals and you know, as you say, they're very in, in character. They're, they're very straight and narrow, but out of character, they're two of the loveliest blokes you're ever likely to meet. And you know, I think the dynamic of it would be, yeah, sorry to kill your characters there, boys. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it would just work, and I just think it'd be it'd be a really, really cool dynamic between the pair of them. So, uh, your women's title match was Alexis Falcon versus Stacey Rose. At the time, it was very limited to who I had worked with as far as female talent. Um, so now I would change it to a five-way match. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I would have Harley, Stacey, then I would have Lucy Sky, yes. Alexis Falcon, Ruby Evo. Oh, that'd be fun. All five of them. Elimination match and last woman standing. <laughs> all, all the full girls as well. Yes, I'll I'll like to uh, keep it close to home, but they're all unreal talents, so you know I think oh, definitely yeah, would be a very, very unique um match to have. So Yeah, uh, last year I did ask for an intergender match, but I've changed that to a mid card title match. So your intergender match was Harley Hudson versus Tommy Burphy. But if you want to put a mid card title in though. I'll throw a mid-card title in there now, yeah. Um, especially uh, with, with Harley being uh, occupied with the women's title. Uh, mid-card title, I put Isaac North. Ooh, yes, I like Isaac North. Uh, <laughs> when, whenever he comes out, we get boo, boo all Isaacs to my little Isaac. He's like, no, you can't boo yeah. all Isaacs, I'm Isaac. Like, boo all Isaacs. <laughs> again, you know, to kill his character, he's, he's literally one of the soundest folks you'll ever meet. Um, and he's in ring work over the last 12 months. Well, especially since we've come back, he's been on another level. Um, yeah. First time I met him, he was backstage, just with a board, stapling barbed wire to it. And it was just like, the most obvious hour. I was just watching somebody just build something. I was like, there's like 15 people out there. Why have you got a barbed wire board? <laughs> <laughs> So what I'm actually going to change this because mm. I want, I'm probably going to put him in the hard format. Okay. So, mid card title I put Charlie Brennan. Yes. Again, I'm going to say Joe Kessler. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. I think you know again the underdog thing works. Um, yeah. And you know, you know, again I've only had the pleasure of working with him a couple of times, and but again he's he's a really really nice fellow and unreal in the ring and. Especially he seems to have found something that he can stick his teeth into. Um, yeah. Which is really, really exciting to see where he takes that character. 
Um, yeah, I, I always liked the Joel Bolton, but I just, I love Joe Kessler. I don't, I, it, it's literally put some face paint on, and I was just like, that's so brilliant. <laughs> that's it. And, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just seems to have clicked something in his brain, and it's, this character's brilliant. But yeah. I think, some of the things that, you know, what we're going through at the minute, you know, we've, we've gone from, I've gone from, put a shirt on. Just getting pants on, and, um, you know, take your hands differently, you know, and, and last year yeah. I was wearing, with the strong style pants and um, black and yellow, black and yellow, yeah, you know, and, and it's something different that really, really takes your pattern to another level. And I think that that Joe's going through the same thing that we are at the minute, where he's found something that he can really sink his teeth into. And as I say, I can't wait to see where um, where it goes. You know, I anticipate that because I believe at the last show he called out Terry, is it? So yes. that again, yeah, is going to be a hell of a match if that happens. Um, I'll be very excited to see that. Yeah, there's a vintage season. This Joe Bolton versus Terry has a feud for like the best part of two and a half years because we did have shows for like 18 months. But yeah, it's been, it's been growing for a long time. <laughs> so, um, you had your hardcore title match was Rabbit Riley versus Riley Jackson. Oh, that was. Yeah, that would have been a good have done. But again, I'm trying to do it with people that are still, still wrestling. Yes. So um, I would throw in, as I say, Isaac North and somebody that I've not worked with, but mm-hmm. I met a few months ago, um, working Ring Crew for TNT. Yes. And Isaac North versus St. Margera. Oh, God, this is going to be quite the hardcore match. <laughs> I'll be amazing. Yeah. I'll be bloody. Is it going to be a hardcore match or a death match? <laughs> yeah, it, it can be whatever they want it to be. I'm not going to tell them anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've got the balls to do a match like that, I ain't telling you anything. Um, it, it, it's, uh, I just think that, you know, again, the size of Isaac and, and Clint's such a creative wrestler in what he does. Um, again, you couldn't pay me enough to do one of those matches. Um, but, you know, I think as far as like a match would go, you know, free interval and then get the glass swinked out um, during yeah. the interval. Uh, a good way to, to end the sort of first half of the show. Definitely. Your tag team title match was the front line versus Paradox. Yes. Again, unfortunately, Jack has decided to hang up his boots and Paradox, I don't, well, I'm not sure what's going on with them at the minute. So. I hope they've imploded. They imploded at um, Britannia at the weekend. Yeah. Um, I would say now I would be made to last. <gasps> yes, our oh, Isaac's favourite team. The Billingtons. Oh, that'd be fun. That's a, that's a nice clash of styles as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Your main event was Tommy Jackson versus Brian Adamson in a Ford pickup horrible death match. You described as. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. For. <laughs> I think uh, I'd ever probably do it is if I got the opportunity to beat the crap out of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm just trying to think of, like because again main event because um, I've not even put us on it yet have I thinking about it. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to put us on. Um, and again there could be a number of different teams that I could put us against. Um, there could be for example Matt Fox, Mike Rivera, and Brian Adamson. Um, as the new box pack, which would be pretty cool. Um, I could even throw it in there against a hybrid team, and I think um, which I'm probably going to do. Um, I'm going to say Riley Gentleman Society versus Ryan Adamson, Connor Klein, 
and I'm going to have to throw Lance in there, aren't I? <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll, just, he'll, he'll piss and moan. You know, I'll probably get a text off him later saying, why didn't you include me? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. I think, uh, again, those three are, are the ultimate professionals. Again, they had a match with Connor weeks back and we just beat the crap out of each other um, yeah. and it, it was being in the ring with him is again it was like I went to the back after the match and, and I was sore and but I just felt so comfortable you know being in the ring with him and, and it was just it just clicked um, and it was probably one of my favourite matches I've ever been a part of um, it, it was just great um, as I say I, I, I wrestled Lance on the weekend, and that was fantastic. Again, very Lance's, just... Lance's face, wasn't he? He said, he said it was weird. What? Mm-hmm. what? Uh, and again, because it was a, a family, but it was like a, a, a Fontaine's. Um, yes. So again, the, the dynamic of it was very, very unique. I've never been in that type of environment before. Um, the thing of like the like, commentary was like live, like as in like, you know, the, yes. yeah, he was on the mic commentating the entire time. So I was, I was watching, I watched like the ending towards the match. And I yes. keep on with this, Lance, 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 like, <laughs> Lance, what? It's a blue coat, and they had no idea what they were doing, um, uh, as far as, like, calling moves and stuff. And initially, they, they put me out first, um, because I think they got the order looked up, um, and they thought I was the face, so I started snarling everybody. Um, <laughs> and, um, we should boo this guy, um, because I stared right at them, and I was like, no, you need to boo me, mate. Um, <laughs> and, and I compare it to if you ever remember Dancing on Ice, um, and they just call out like the best strange names for the for the different moves we did. Mm. That's literally what it was like. <laughs> um, quite unique in that, in that respect. Yeah, it was good. You know, as I say, the match was great and smooth, like but it, it was complete fine. Um, you know, the match—they're the type of people I want to work with. Where it's easy to work. And that's about things. Um, it, it should just be that easy. And I think that when you have that sort of 50 50 conversation of, you know, what you need to do as a wrestler, it makes things 10 times easier. Um, and, you know, as I say, the last few weeks I've been feeling probably as confident as I ever have. Um, and it, it's, it's thanks to the guys that I'm in the ring with that's making me feel that way. And, um, you now I'm really, really excited to, as I say, for December now, I can't get to see um, but yeah, I would say EGS versus Anaclan, Brian Abinson, and Lance Rivera will be there. Oh, that'd be fun, though. And, and we're going over. I'll be sure, yeah. It'll be a squash. Squash. Bury them. So, um, where can. We've got the Wrestle Island on the 19th of December. Where else can people see you in the near future? Uh, well, for me, I'm, I'm hopefully going to be on Superstar Pro. Um, on the 11th of December. Oh, the crowd, the crowd in the first champ in a rumble. They are indeed. And, uh, as I say, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it's me. Um, so, uh, but yeah. Um, and hopefully at some point we'll be able to see Christy and Casey also in there with me. And, okay. I'm open to it happening. You know, I'll, I'll go anywhere. Definitely. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Um, but as I say, it's uh, that that's where you can catch it for now. Yeah, and at Island, he's kind of he's been hinting at trio titles for a few years, so and he's had two trios matches at the last show. So hopefully, maybe 
some sort of a trios title tournament in the near future, I'm hoping. <laughs> um, and if that's the case, um, there's only going to be one after yeah, Look no further. Yeah, there's, there's going to be no other option we are going to be in the first. That's why I'm in the fifth month, actually. Definitely. Alright, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have? Where do you go first, Tommy? <laughs> um, so, all of my uh, social media handles are Tommy Jackson PW. Um, and that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Oh, nice and simple. Keeps the same name, that's a smart thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you, man. VKC Pain on all platforms. So, you've got Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. VKC Pain. Cool. I'll put, I'll put links in the description below the interview. So, I've really enjoyed speaking to you today. I'd love to have you on again. Yeah, that's been good. Hopefully we can get the, the third member with us next time. Um, That's what we're doing, yes. building it up, you see. We're building it up so you get the first member, then you get two, then you get the three of us. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I think an interesting time would be uh, after, you know, uh, after the Wrestle Island show. We'll uh, see what type of conversation we can have. 